Welcome to the Part of the Noise podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Hughes. Today we talk with my sister-in-law, Jamie Hamlin. She's an entrepreneur, a YouTuber, and soon-to-be first-time mother. We talk about growing up in the shadow of your siblings, death in threes, is it real, Starbucks secret menu, and more. So sit back, relax if you're able. If you're driving, stay vigilant and eyes on the road. I hope you enjoyed this interview. All right, welcome to the show. How's it going today? Good, how are you? Doing all right. Um, for those of you who don't know, you are my sister-in-law. Yes, that is that is fact. <laughs> that is a fact. And we've you know, I've known you now as long as I've known Jenny, so since pretty much 2006. Yes, how pretty old, long time. How old were well, you were in middle school? I was in middle school. And now you're... 24. 24. Yes. That's the good age. <laughs> that is the good age. I remember 24. It's a long time ago. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. I've known him for two and a half years. Two and a half years? Yes. And, you know, things are moving forward. Got a baby. I, I mean, there's oven. a bun in the oven and a ring on the finger. So, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely progressing. <laughs> there you go. And uh, so, you, um, you also help out with. It's mom and dad's shop. Yes. My parents own a glass shop in Riverside, and I help. I've pretty much worked there since I was like three months old. I've been around it. So, yes, very involved in that. Yeah. And you get the, you get the, women can't do that very often. (laughs) Yes, definitely. As you're replacing their window, they're like, well, she could do it. I guess I could have did it. I didn't know she was going to do it. You need help? You're pregnant. Um, well, it's good. I, you know, Jenny, you were actually here, and um, I had a, did have a guest fall off the map, and I was like, but it, it'd be awesome to have you on the show. Uh, I was, I was thinking, I was like, oh, we could talk about this, we could talk about this, talk about this, and uh, so I think we're gonna have some fun today. Kind of just going a little bit back, um, a little bit of deep dive to kind of get to know you, you and your sister are kind of 10 years apart yes. in age. Yes. So parents weren't expecting you? Um, well, they say that they planned us so far apart because my dad was a little bullied by his older brother, supposedly. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-huh. So um, financially and stuff, they only say that we were planned this far apart. I don't know if they expected to go the whole 10 years, but that's just what happened. So... Okay, so in the avoidance of of what he went through by the his, your uncle, yes, he's kind of like I don't want you to have to go through that. I know, yes. I know, I know my daughter Jenny. She's a bully. Yeah, she's gonna bully the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah, and she did. It didn't yes. Matter. No, <laughs> no guys... I think a lot of it was just financially, like to space it out and stuff. Yeah. You guys, you know, you actually, you and Jenny have really a great relationship. The, um, that, that was kind of another question I kind of had thought, what was your guys' relationship like being 10 years apart? Uh, when I was younger, I thought she was like the greatest thing in the entire world. She was like my idol, um, followed her around, wanted to hang out with her like 24-7. I was that annoying little girl. (laughs) Um, and then... She moved out when I was eight, so she was 18. She came down to San Diego, and then we kind of 
I was a little bit depressed because I missed her so much. But I think the next couple of years we weren't as close just because <clears throat> distance and I was going through high school and all that stuff. And then and, after... And it, and eight years old? Well, no, I mean, like, like eventually we were just kind of were a little bit separated because of, you know, she was down San Diego, yeah. I was up there. And then um, after high school, I think, is when we got a lot closer together. Yeah. Just probably because there's, like, more to relate to, a little bit older, stuff like that. But we've always had a good relationship, I think. Yeah. I'd say. Sometimes I like to go a little deep. So if, if you're okay. forever, I'm like, eh, I don't want to talk about that. Just say. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> your sister, uh, my wife, the beautiful, she was yes. quite the standard to live up to. Oh, and, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that she's like a 4.0 plus student. Oh, my gosh. Number one athlete. Like, you know, beautiful. Like, all this stuff. Yes. Um, For you... How 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 did growing up in her shadow? How did that? How do you re- relate to that? Or how did that? Did that was that a thing for you? Um, I don't think it wasn't like a right being. How do I say this? I don't think it was a. I was in her shadow because I don't think my parents ever really compared us too much Mm -hmm. um but I do think it did bring out a little bit of a rebellious side okay um just being that I didn't I wasn't the 4.56 crazy GPA and I was athletic but I wasn't three sports varsity (laughs) (laughs) athletic so um I think that was a little bit different but I mean it all worked out I think yeah now do you ever do you feel like your parents did they ever were they kind of did they kind of demand like high standards you know like of their daughters I think of Jenny more so of Jenny uh, more so yeah maybe because she's firstborn um but with me I don't think they were as I think they were a lot more lenient with me yeah like a lot more lenient with me they still expected me to do well and succeed and work hard and all that, but I don't think they were as strict. Yeah. And I think Jenny will tell you that, too. <laughs> <laughs> you got away with so much. Yeah, I hear that a lot. <laughs> this is not even fair. Yeah. Um, I know. My, my brother and I, he was uh, two years, less than two years. He was, like, 19 months or something younger than me, so there's, like, a certain portion of the year where... He's only a year younger than me for mm-hmm. a few months, and then it goes back to two years. And so we, but he was only a grade underneath me too. So we very much um, grew up together, grew up same, um, same friends, that kind of thing. Like he, 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 he draft, drafted up to my friends and kind of snagged in there, <laughs> and uh, like get your own friends. <laughs> um. I know, that's funny. I remember there was a time, it was like, he was going going to hang out with a friend of his, and my mom was like, Honey, why don't you take your brother? Go go play with him. Let him come play with him. I was like, No, I don't want to go play with him. Okay. <laughs> go play with, go play with, um, you know, 
you know, and they were only a grade underneath me, so it wasn't a biggie, but most of the time it was with my friends and stuff. Um, and he, I, I, you know, I never actually talked to him about it, because um, I was kind of, there was a little bit of living in my shadow mm-hmm. for him, because we were so close in age. But he was actually, he's a pretty smart kid, and he didn't have to work that hard at it. <laughs> I think, I feel like I had to work a little harder to get my grades, and mm-hmm. I think he just, he was strategic. He's like, well, if I take that class, and that class, and that class, nah, it's easy, I got it. Yeah. And, uh, and he kind of followed me into, even, we did, like, in high school, we had vocational, like, a vocational training, so we both did computer-aided drafting. And so he saw me do it, and he was like, oh, I could do that too, and then he did it. Oh, I see. And then, a little bit uh, of competitive side. Yeah. And then he went, um, he actually is still working for the same company that he got hired out of high school with. Oh, wow. And uh, he's been with him this whole time off of what he learned in high school. So I kind of like, man, hats off to you. Um, I ended up going to definitely a different road. I ended up across the country almost as far as you can get away from there uh don't see him enough but yeah so i don't know maybe one day i'm gonna have to ask him get him on here yeah get his perspective yeah re relive some stories yeah yeah um you definitely i i think i don't know if it's just older i get or or the farther away from the events that i've gotten uh there's times where it's like people will talk to me and they'll share something with me remember that time and it's like no what <laughs> what is and that like, no remember the time that you got handcuffed to the steering wheel and we had to go to the police station <laughs> oh my and, god and get those handcuffs off you and i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> um and then slowly it starts to come back to me <laughs> first pregnancy yes how's that going for you uh it honestly hasn't been bad i can't complain yeah. I haven't had too many crazy things going on. That's so, good. Yeah. I know. Uh, first pregnancy, you always have everything's new. Mm-hmm. And so everything you're experiencing for the first time, so everything, you know, is so exciting. And so by the time you get to the third kid, you're like, ah, do we really got to go for an ultrasound? <laughs> do we need to do this? Yeah. Do we really got to do this? So far, having a good pregnancy. Yes, definitely. I think it helps having Jenny. Yeah. A hundred percent. Instant, instantaneous feedback. Yes. With your, you know, like your mom, it would be more, um, what did we do? Yeah. <laughs> I went back 20 years, 25 years ago. This is what we kind of did. Mm-hmm. And so much has changed since then. And so Definitely. you were even in the, for, for all three of them, were you in the I was, hospital room? I was in the hospital room for the first two and then the Third, I was here with um, my mom, and you guys went, and then we were there right after. Oh, yeah. Yeah, So, but I was I was there for Maddox, and that was my first experience with childbirth. That was kind of fun, huh? Front row seat. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of fun. That was um, my first experience, and uh, yeah, that one, that was actually probably the roughest one, too, the roughest pregnancy. And, uh, and I say rough, like it's not as bad as some, but I mean, it's just as far as like what Jenny was going through the first time her body experiencing that. And, 
And I think she remembers it a little bit more with rose-colored glasses. <laughs> She's like, it was so wonderful. And I remember thinking, like, is, I, I remember kind of being scared. I remember kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah she's having me push on her sacrum and like and and all this stuff and the baby wasn't fully or there she wasn't fully dilated and we had been there a little while and so the doctor was like well we can move try and move things along and and so it was all much and i think at the time jenny didn't want anybody in the room Mm -hmm. oh i snuck in you ended up yeah i snuck in because i (laughs) Skip it, I'm not waiting well, I was, in this lobby. I was in the waiting room, or the, not the, yeah, the lobby, alone, and it was like 9 o'clock or something at night, and I was like, forget this, I'm going in there. So yeah. I just snuck, and I just sat on the couch, like, away from everything, but yeah, I, I snuck myself in there. Yeah, she ended up totally being okay with that. Um, but yeah, so I remember, then there was a lot of blood, then there was, uh, you know, I, I'm expecting, like, you know, not to be too graphic, but I'm expecting like a, a, a tennis ball. I see a tennis ball coming out, <laughs> and all of a sudden, this thing is not. It's like, what? Well, it's tennis balls getting bigger. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's tennis balls. Okay, <laughs> softball. Soft. It's a softball, but it's a hard ball. Hard ball. Oh my! It's a melon. It's a, oh, and pop, you know. And I'm like, that head was huge. You know, I'm thinking this and. <clears throat> and then the rest of the baby. And I think Maddox had maybe had the umbilical cord did, around yeah. his neck, and that was what was causing part of the the issue with you know the his heartbeat dropping every time she would push or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, but yeah, so that was that's definitely a uh, you know. You, you have that memory together. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was something I didn't expect it to be that type of environment though like because I was 18 at the time and so I'd never experienced anything like that and you always see in movies like the screaming and the the craziness going on and then I walk into the room and the lights are all dim and Jenny's just like a champ (laughs) like handling it from what it seemed and so it was like (laughs) it was definitely an experience whisper to me (laughs) okay yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the the following babies, as they came out, it, things went a lot more smoothly. I, you know, she she was she was hardcore. She was all natural, no drugs. She's um, a champ. Yeah. So, do you, are you planning on? Yes. Yeah, that going is to the plan. Natural? That is the plan. All right. We'll, well see how it goes. I'm gonna have, <laughs> it's gonna be me, the kids. We're gonna have. Your, you know, your niece and nephew, we're going to have front row seats. They <laughs> <laughs> had popcorn. Oh, my gosh. Kids, witness the miracle of birth. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> well, <clears throat> um, so I mentioned this briefly before. Uh, so the death in threes. Mm-hmm. Had you, had you ever heard of that before? Um... I don't think so. Not before today when you mentioned it. Yeah. So the, for those of you who don't know, Death in Threes is is kind of if you if you pay attention to like the mainstream media at all, it seems that whenever uh, a celebrity dies or passes away, it usually comes in sets of threes. Like they'll 
it'll be three happenstances of just people passing away. And, um, and so today I was like, oh, you know, you were kind of around that age of, you know, the one actor who recently passed away. His name was Cameron, Cameron Boyce. And he was, uh, he was the kid in, in Grown Ups and he's in, been in The Descendants and, yeah, Bunked, I think, and Jesse, all these like Nickelodeon, uh, Disney Channel <laughs> shows. Um, and, but he was, it was tragically, he was only, only like 20 years old and, and so at that point, I was like, I, I was like, well, it's death in threes, and and so I literally I go on I go on Twitter, and then I see Ross Perot died, and then um, Greg Johnson, the hockey player, forty eight years old, he passed away too, and I was just like, it's real. <laughs> I told you. Now that you know about it, watch, and see. And see if it's and see next time around legitimate. I think there's some legit legitimacy to it. Now my wife came up with an awesome theory. Having it, a hard time admitting she might be right. She she <laughs> might be right because <clears throat> she said everybody dies, people die every day. Part of the noise. It's <laughs> the name of the podcast. <laughs> uh, she said if you if you take the the scope of how many people are quote celebrities famous athletes, politicians, that kind of stuff, as compared to the as compared to the um, population of, you know, say the US, uh, you probably will run into about three people per day passing or something like that. And I was like, Oh it's brought science to this. <laughs> but whether she's right or not, who who knows? Um, but you can share the the death in three the theory. death in three theory that once once it because I don't know that it ha- it's not always every day. It's like usually it's like in like this few day pocket where it'll happen, um, and I don't know if it's like is there something spooky going on or. <laughs> Just saying. It's there. It happens every time. So I don't know what that is. Maybe the devil gets to pull a card. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe heaven's got a quote at the field. Pretty Have you experienced any uh, deaths of late? Like friends, relationships? Uh, no. No? No. Not yeah. lately. So I That's... definitely can't relate to that in personal experience. Yeah. So. I think the, the last, well, not the exact last, but I think the last time we had uh, was my cousin, mm-hmm. Jordan, who had, had passed away. And uh, that's that's kind of, a, that was definitely, uh, for those who don't know, he did, he ended up um, committing suicide. That one was, um, was, weird because you actually didn't really know this person until you went on a trip with us yeah randomly randomly went to michigan Michigan with us and you guys kind of became friends and kept up together maybe on like social media and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh and so when he passed away um that was definitely now you didn't go to the funeral no No, i no. no i didn't but i was uh i was my mom and i were visiting you guys when you got the call yeah yeah no i remember that now 
yeah, I remember coming. I was in, I was in my room, and the this was in Lucadia, and I walked around the corner, and I could just uncontrollably started weeping. <laughs> Do you um, remember the painting that I had painted that day? So that day was like a day that Jenny and I had like we had all done like little paintings and stuff and it was just one of those classes that she used to do. Yeah. I think and it was random. That's right. And I and I don't know why, but I painted like a per, a person up in the corner and then another person down below and they were like reaching towards each other and it was separated by like a lightning bolt or something. Yeah. And there was no reason to paint it. It wasn't like anything was going on in my personal life that would have provoked provoke that. But after, my mom and I were on the way home, and then I was like, oh my god, my painting. It was yeah, crazy. Very prophetic. Pretty crazy. Yeah. I know. So that was, that was, I don't know why I just brought that up. I think it's just the fact that we were talking about passing mm-hmm. and, and uh, sharing that moment. Um, but, all right. Well, on, on a lighter note, um, the truck's rolling by. Pardon the noise. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually why calling this the show part of the noise. It's a good title. Uh, I, you know, I knew I didn't have quite, uh, I guess, you know, sealed field room with, you know, padding and soundproof and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, there's going to be noise. But I didn't want, you know, to use that as an excuse to not. To not yeah, I was going to gonna say, at least show, you didn't do like, that. Yeah. No, I'm going to do this. Um, so one of the questions I like to ask people about, uh, I asked people what you're, what you're watching, what you're reading and what you're listening to. Okay. So, um, watching we, my fiance and I just finished Stranger Things. Oh yeah. So just did that. Um, favorite character. Um, I don't know. That's hard. The superpower girl. <laughs> L. Yeah. Well, she's cool. Um, yes. Yeah. And then uh, reading. That's the other one, right? Yeah, reading yeah. is. Uh, I'm reading uh, Ina May's like guide to childbirth, all that stuff in preparation, yeah. and then Smart. listening. Um, I listen to a lot of like motivational podcasts um pretty much just podcasts i haven't even really been listening to music lately yeah so what's some of the podcasts you've been listening to um let's see well we've got like ed milet rachel hollis like all the rise rise together which are all hers and um uh andy frisella andy frisella Mm -hmm. i haven't heard of that um this crazy millionaire dude he's i like him he's a lot he's really motivational and like he has the number one business podcast but he's very in your face like kick you in the butt yeah kind of thing he's not like a oh you can do it like easy motivation he's like he'll tell you straight up and he cusses a lot but it's good (laughs) (laughs) it's good when you need that like kick (laughs) (laughs) not you don't get enough of that from the baby (laughs) um yeah, that kind of that kind of reminded me. Ed uh, Ed Milet, I heard another podcast where he was interviewing somebody, but it was not his podcast. Uh, so he's got it's a pretty good podcast. Mm-hmm. What's his is his 
just interviews it's kind of motivate like motivation it's a he interviews a bunch of different types of people that are all like successful in their fields so i like it because he'll interview athletes and like business men or business women um and or people who have just overcome difficulties you know so i like that because it's not just business or it's not just health and fitness or something like that it's like very well-rounded but all success yeah success stuff so you've kind of found yourself now in a, a place of with the shop Leon, the crafts and stuff where it's kind of like you're starting you you're starting a business and you just create crafts and trinkets that but they're like really cool they're like stuff you would totally see on uh, yeah they're like farmhouse style signs yeah um drinking games like bottle openers tequila flights like random like all wood crafts um yeah it's pretty it's pretty fun the little etsy shop that's so the creativity crazy. just continues from the, the hammer girls <laughs> yeah. it's not fair they get all the creativity <laughs> so much creative we're gonna be able to create so many things um now i remember and now maybe it's just you are really into NCIS or Criminal Minds or that stuff. I oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember you were like, I want to be a... Um, crime scene investigator crime scene when investigator. I was younger. So what, yeah. is that, that still in the future? Or are you kind of... Um, I don't think so. I think, uh, I think I really like the prospect of owning my own business or kind of going that route. Yeah. Like from seeing my parents do it and then all of that so and you, I, you you have a youtube channel too yes yeah i recently started a youtube channel <laughs> yeah and now is that all about crafts or is that just no that's like a lifestyle like because i figured being engaged and pregnant and having a small business it'd be like a fun little thing to do to create videos all about all of that so it's like lifestyle stepping into motherhood uh and like i want to do diy tutorials on how to make all the things that I make. Yeah. That's cool. So, that's the is, plan. Is it, are you getting a monetation yet or? No, we're nowhere near that. Uh, <laughs> we're nowhere near that part, but. No, I know. I kind of was, I was gearing up. I was like, I'm going to start putting the podcast on there, start monetizing that on YouTube. And then I, I, I never really had looked into it before. I, I don't, I occasionally visit YouTube or it's like click on this funny video mm-hmm. and and then I found out it's like oh you actually need at least a thousand subscribers before mm-hmm. you can start having your stuff and monetized. then like a certain amount of watch time and stuff like that so yeah there's quite a bit that goes behind the scenes yeah so I was like oh, <laughs> oh, I want to do this but so well I'll get there it's we're gonna build the show we're gonna get it there It'll continue to grow. Well, maybe eventually when I get a studio, we'll, we'll actually do videos of the podcast. So that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So kind of bringing it, this interview to a close here. You used to work for Starbucks. Yes, I did. Number one drink you hated to make. Oh, Number one drink that people should should be tipping you for because this drink is a pain. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's hard. Um, I never really liked making any of the gnarly frappuccinos, like the or when people oh when people come in and they have the secret menu drinks, 
quote-unquote secret menu drinks that are just like, I don't know, Fruit Loop Frappuccinos. And, oh, no. <laughs> just, like, I don't even know the crazy. secret menu. What's well, on the secret menu? Well, because it's like one pump of this, five pumps of this, two pumps of this, extra whip. No, like, it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, Frappuccinos were never my never my favorite thing to make. Do you have to have the secret menu menu memorized or no no they never no they never did that it's like things that people would make up online and then they would come in and it's like i don't know like fruit loop frappuccino and i would always tell them you have to tell me specifically how to make it because i don't know and then some people would throw fit You don't, <laughs> they, know. you don't know how to make this. No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> uh, okay, so if they come with you a secret menu, they should better be tipping. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And now, are you caffeine free? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No, I, uh, for my first trimester, I was, I didn't drink coffee, and then going into my second trimester, I, well, I limit myself to only a small cup of coffee, and so I don't do, um, I don't do, I used to drink cold brew a lot, which has a lot more caffeine, mm. now I don't touch that, I just do, like, a small hot coffee. Nitro. Maybe that, like, if not a decaf, which is so depressing. Six shot. Americano. That used to be me. <laughs> only it was only, always cold brew. Yeah. I know. I had one friend. It was like, he'd do like a 12 shot Americano. I'm like, Oh my gosh, no. There was one your person. Adrenal, your adrenals are shot, brah. Yeah. There was one person that came in and just wanted shots of espresso in a venti cup. No water, no milk, nothing. Just full of espresso, which goes bitter mm. after a few seconds. So. Great. Well, any other yeah. good stories before we go here? From uh, Starbucks memories? I don't know. This is free advertising for Starbucks <laughs> right now. All my listeners, they love the bucks. They love the Starbucks. No, I think, I don't know. There's probably some, but they're like escaping me right now. They're escaping. I know. I put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Well, it's been fun. Yes, it Thanks has. Thank you for sitting down. Thanks for having me. Like an Indian in my living. Well, not quite like an Indian. But <laughs> <laughs> and, and probably next time I see you, it'll probably be a little baby. Probably be popped. Probably a little baby. You want to share his, what the debate name is going to be? Wesson James Wes Clark. Wesson James. If that kid doesn't come out with six shooters, I don't know <laughs> what baby will. 1911. <laughs> <laughs> What's the due date? Uh, my due date's August 10th. August 10th. Yeah. So all you August 10thers out there, I don't know any, but I will. Mm-hmm. Possibly. <laughs> oh, I hear jiggling. Oh, I hear a little laughing. Little munchkins. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. And Thanks for having me. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Part of the Noise podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at Part of the Noise podcast. If you love the show... Be sure to rate and review us. It helps us get noticed by others. I'm Scotty Hughes, and we'll see you next time.
All right, now we have bonus interview here. My son, Maddox Paul. How's it going? Doing good? You got to talk if you're going to be on the, the podcast. Just talk normal. All right, so how you doing? Good. You enjoying the summer off? Yes. What you been doing? We've been earning our prizes from the library. Ooh, reading lots of books? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's been your favorite book? The polka ones. The polka ones. The Pokemon ones. Oh, Pokemon. I thought you meant polka, like the dance. <laughs> no, you're, so you're big into Pokemon right now. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Skarmory. Skarmory? Yes. What does he do? He can make metallic sounds. Metallic sounds? Look it. Oh. Wait, are you just look you did you just pull a random card and that's where you're like, this is my favorite. Who's the who's who is your favorite that you know? Skarmory. Skarmory, okay. What else does he do besides metallic sounds? See, you don't know Skarmory very well if you have to to read his card. Well, my second favorite is Charizard. Oh, okay, Charizard. Yes, you've talked about him. Why do you like Charizard? He's a fire type. He's a fire type? That's uh, my second favorite type. Nice. And this is my first one. What type is the scar? Well, Scarmore? What, what, how do you say? Scarmory. Scarmory, yes. I don't know its type yet. We have to look up it. We have to look up its type? Yes. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. You barely know Scarmory, but Charizard, you know, who does he evolve from? Charmeleon. Charmeleon. Nice. Now. You are, you graduated from kindergarten, right? Yes. So when you go back to school, you're going to be in first grade? Yes. Yes. Are you excited for that? Yeah. Yeah. Charizard has slash and wing attack. Slash and wing attack. You're good. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, Mr. Anything you want to say? You want to tell the audience? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>